1: All right, Colorado Avalanche fans, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening. And thank you for joining the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, bringing you another podcast episode of your Colorado Avalanche. And it is another day closer to when we get to play again, and that's all we can do at this point in the season uh, it's kind of like the, <clears throat> at least where I live anyway, the doldrums of winter. And when you have no hockey, you know, outside of the all-star game, but when you have no hockey in particular, your team that is on an extended hiatus, it just makes the winter that much colder and longer and darker and everything sucks. So we will plow through um, and just think of it as one more check on the calendar and one more check closer to that February date where we take the ice. And one of the things that we are going to do today is look uh, forward to the rest of the season and the schedule that remains for the Avalanche. Uh, What some of the big games are, who they're playing, kind of some trends on home and away. Uh, So we're going to kind of take an overall look um, at what is left for the Avs in this season. And before we get to that, the one thing that we always get to the social media stuff. Follow the show on Twitter, L O P N underscore avalanche. Follow on Instagram, locked on avalanche and send your (coughs) emails, whatever you want, questions, comments, concerns to locked on avalanche at gmail.com. And yeah, if you want to be part of, uh, the, the fandom Friday segment, send me an email. Got another one today kind of setting that up. So, uh, Whatever is on your guy's mind or girl's mind, send it over in email form. So initially, I wanted to play or I, I intended to play a video of it was really like a one minute uh, audio clip, obviously, of Nathan McKinnon. When I saw it, um, was on a website and he was being interviewed, um, real quick interview about the upcoming All-Star game. And then I listened to it and I watched it. And he is so incredibly dry when it comes to interviews. I decided against it just to not bore you people because the questions were so just typical. Like you knew what the question was going to be before the person asked it. Um, And she's just doing her job. But uh, it was just what are you excited about the All Star game? What are you looking forward to the All Star game? What do you take out of the All-Star? Just the recited questions that these guys are asked over and over and over again. And you can tell Nathan McKinnon, not that he was bothered by it, but his mind is so focused on playing hockey and being the best hockey player he can be. He doesn't, I don't think he wants to be bothered. He knows he has to do it. Every athlete in a, in a professional sport has to do it and take part in a press conference and all that other nonsense, but you can tell that you can you can almost tell like he doesn't even really want to go to the All Star Game. One of his answers, that one of those just basic questions that she asked, he kind of laughed when he said it, but you could tell he was dead serious. He said, "Yeah, we'll go there for two days and get out of there." I don't, <laughs> and I think that's how most of, most of the players feel, and that's why I've said in the past this is a, a fan event. It's for the fans, get all the stars of the the, um, the the sport in one place at one time, play one game, that doesn't mean anything, and then get back to work. Are they ever going to get rid of these things? No. <clears throat> I think the only one that has an opportunity to get um, canned is is the Pro Bowl. That is brutal to watch. I don't think anybody watches that. But these other ones, are, are they can be entertaining for the skill factor and things like that. Um, I think ho- hockey, basketball, and baseball, I don't think those are going anywhere. Baseball tried the having it mean something aspect of, you know, the winner gets home field advantage in the all-star game, which was just a terrible rule. I get why they wanted to do it, to generate some interest. I always had interest in, the, in baseball's all-star game. Um, I don't really watch basketball too much, but I think basketball is a good all-star game because those guys have a ton of talent. Everybody wants to see high-flying dunks. And you get that in the All-Star game. Hockey, I think it was a great idea to do the three-on-three. Opens it up. You can get these guys' skill on display. But I think for them, it's just a nuisance. And this one-minute clip with Nathan McKinnon, that was all about nothing but the All-Star game. He gave canned answers to canned questions, and he wants to move on. He wants to get back to games that mean something. Because he knows... He's got something special this year and for the foreseeable future. And the All-Star Game is just a bump in that road that he wants to get over as quickly as possible. So if for nothing else, go find it. I'm pretty sure it's just on the NHL's... If you go to NHL.com and click uh, you know, Teams and Colorado Avalanche, it's in there. And you will see it written on his face like, when can we get all of this over with? Not that he's uncomfortable... Because he's a superstar and he knows that. Um, But like in that TMZ video that we joke about where he says, nobody knows me yet. There's some truth to that outside of the hockey world. The hockey world knows exactly who he is. But um, walk up to one of your friends that doesn't really pay attention to hockey. They'll know Sidney Crosby, uh, Connor McDavid, and Wayne Gretzky. (laughs) You know what I mean? So he's not that household name. He doesn't have that. Uh, star power appeal when it comes to across all sports. I think he is just fine with that. I think that might play into Colorado's benefit when he becomes a free agent because I don't think he wants to go, which, and that's down the road. I understand that. That's not, we don't have to worry about that for a few years. But when that time does come and it's going to come, I I don't anticipate him looking for the limelight of like a New York City or a Los Angeles or a Chicago, um, because I feel like he is that toned down, quiet guy, happy to be under the radar oh, in, the, in the big picture. Um, and his comments about taking less money to stay in Colorado, I fully believe, I, I believe what he said, that he believes that because he's happy where he is. Um, Colorado in, in the hockey world is not a massive market so uh he's I think he's happy right where he is, um and he doesn't and and if he has to have the inconvenience of an all star game you know two days and get out of there, I think he's willing to do that. He does have obviously a lot of friends throughout the the league he gets to catch up with them, he gets to relax a little bit, uh, but he doesn't he will have two less days of relaxation than everybody else on his team, and if anybody deserves those two days of relaxation, is it not Nathan? McKinnon, so uh, that's that's kind of where we're at right now with him, but um, he will be there, I'm sure he will score multiple times um, maybe outside shot at MVP which to them is what it is, who cares really so we'll see, but um, so we're going to revisit the All-Star game a little bit later in the show where I am going to give you guys my th- Top three favorite All-Star Game jerseys of all time. So stay tuned for that. But first, we're going to get to the schedule and what it looks like for the remainder of the season for the Avs. My name is Paul Stewart, a third-generation Irishman from
0: Dorchester, Mass. I made it to the NHL as both a player and a referee. I was even elected to the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. When I was skating, I had my share of lumps and bumps. I gave a few back, too. As a stand-up old-school guy, I've always been hesitant to try fads, but recently I became a big fan of a company called Easy Feeling Wellness. A hockey buddy sent me 1,000 milligrams of intensive relief rub. Easy Feeling markets a line of natural plant-based hemp extract products, including gummies, soft gels with melatonin, and tinctures. Their motto is to enjoy every day, which all of us banged-up baby boomers and old skaters can relate to. Easy Feeling products are non-addictive. They don't get you high, and they're perfectly legal. Give Easy Feeling a try by going to easyfeelingwellness.com. They will even give you 20% off your first order by using my special code, PS20. Easy Feeling Wellness. Enjoy every day.
2: Don't Luca now, but the
0: Los Angeles
2: Clippers might be in trouble. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Sources tell ESPN's Adam Schefter that Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson missed two training camp practices due to a groin injury. Listen to Locked On Ravens for the latest on the reigning MVP and why the team released Earl Thomas. Local experts on the biggest stories. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Okay, so and kind of just to give you guys a preview of uh, tomorrow. ESPN, yes, that ESPN who loves hockey oh so much came out with a an article where they kind of give midseason awards and create names for them because ESPN has to fall in line with whatever you know ho- hockey has has names for their awards so ESPN has to create their own names for their own awards because that's what they do. Either way, um, I'll go through them because they are kind of interesting and obviously uh, gear it towards Avalanche players and and what who I think. Each Avalanche player should get whatever award they came up with, if that makes any sense. But um, whatever, ESPN is what they are. <laughs> and just the fact that they did something for hockey, even if it's on their website, uh, maybe you have to cover it whenever they do anything for hockey. It's impressive. So, But what we will do right now is take a look at the Avalanche and their uh, second half schedule or what's remaining of their schedule. Um, Some big, obviously, big games. (coughs) um, And right off the bat, well, I will say this. For the remaining schedule, they have one more away game than they have home games. So they have 17 away games left compared to 16 home games left. So obviously you would like to see that flipped or a few extra home games than away games. Uh but that's you know almost 50-50. We'll take that, but the big thing is the last game of the season is at home and it's against St. Louis. Actually, the last 4 games of the season are at home. So they will settle in nicely to to end this the regular season at home. Um and we'll get to who those four op- opponents are in a minute, but the very last game of the year is St. Louis. And obviously that could have big ramifications if the Avs can hang tough with St. Louis for the remainder of the year. And there was in one of my favorite moments, maybe in Avalanche history, definitely of the last 10 years, was when they beat St. Louis to get into the playoffs. And that game of pile-on that they played... If I'm feeling down for whatever reason, um, I will just load up that video because you cannot help. But not even smile, just cheer again, even though it's four years later. Um, it's such a an epic moment. So will we get that again? Obviously, we'll have to see. So the interesting thing is right when the Avs start playing meaningful games again on Saturday, February 1st, that is... In- now, the Avs lead up to the All-Star game. Obviously, they finished with five straight home games. So that first game against Philadelphia is the first of five straight away games. And then they follow that up with five straight home games again. So it's like the war of fives right now. Five five home, All-Star game, five away. Five at home. Now, after those five away, and they come back for those five at home. That's when we get the Stadium Series game on February fifteenth against the Kings, and everybody is talking about that. Rightly so. It's a big moment. Big moment for Colorado. Um, in general, uh, for the for the Avalanche, for the Kings. But I didn't realize this till I looked at the schedule the the game right before that and the game right after that nobody's paying attention to those and understandably so so like i said the game the outdoor game is the 15th 2 days earlier on february 13th they're playing at home against washington obviously a very tough team then they play the outdoor game and then 2 days later 2 days after the out, outdoor game they play at home again against tampa bay who is probably the hottest team in the league right now So you sandwiched in between very tough games is a stadium series game. And where's the mindset going to be at when they play Washington? Because two days later you are playing outdoors and clearly the fan base is going to be thinking about that. And you got a game to play against the best team in the East. So that, that's kind of, I, like I said, I didn't really realize that um, until I did, I looked up for, the purposes of this show. Um, So that'll be interesting to see how they play right before that outdoor game and coming out of that right after that. Uh, The game following Tampa Bay, they do play at home in their last of those five home games in a row against the Islanders. Will Varlamov play back in Colorado? I hope he does so we get another crack at him when he shut the Avalanche out in Long Island. Uh, in terms of games against uh, teams in their division, they have 10 games left against division foes. Um, and that's, that's really not that much. Um, when we think about it, you know, they're already done playing Chicago. So none of those games. So when it comes to the importance of playing your division team, to, yeah, division teams, You only have 10 division games left. You got to win the majority of those. Um, So that'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, Like I said, the the final stretch at home, four games in a row. You could even, if you want to back it up, two more games. They play on Wednesday, March 25th at Edmonton and then two days later, March 27th, at Winnipeg before they have the final four games at home. So all of those games, with the exception of Nashville right now, where, let me see where they're at, because I haven't really looked up uh, the standings for Nashville. And they're still on the bottom end. The Blackhawks have passed them. They're only one point up on the wild. They're at 51 right now. But anything is possible. Look what look what Chicago has done. Chicago has jumped right back into it. So, Nashville is just one of those teams that because they've had success as of late, and and well, as of late in the past, as of late seasons. I don't, I won't count the men out until they are completely officially eliminated. But as of right now, that's the only game in those last six games where you're not playing a team. That is fighting for something. You are playing against Edmonton. And then you're playing against Winnipeg. And then there's the Nashville game. And then you round out against Arizona. Winnipeg again. And St. Louis. So those two Winnipeg games are going to be huge. You were playing them twice in the last five games of the season. So depending on where the standings are. um, How close Winnipeg is. I know they're they're. Eight points back right now, but we saw what can happen. Uh, you know, when you beat the team above you, like Colorado did with St. Louis, could have been a twelve-point lead for St. Louis, or could have been eight. And you beat them, and it goes to eight. And now look where that now they're six back. So it can change like that. The way the scoring is set up. So those games are going to be huge. St. Louis, the last game of the season, they play them. Mm, I thought they played them one other time. Maybe they don't. That's it for them. I thought I could have sworn I saw somewhere else on here. I'm looking at their schedule right now. Let me just go through one more time. No. Okay. That's the only time they play St. Louis for the rest of the season is the last game of the season. So you're going to have to rely on St. Louis kind of maybe falling flat a little bit because you're not going to get that one-on-one game until the season rounds out. So, other than that, um, they don't really do, they don't have anything more after this five-game road trip right after the All-Star game. Uh, They don't have anything more than a three-game road trip for the rest of the season. So, um, it's almost like, get this five-game road trip out of the way. And if you're interested, that five-game road trip right after the All-Star break is at Philly, at Buffalo, at Ottawa, at Columbus, at Minnesota. So one division game in those five, all winnable games. Um, and they're obviously a good road team. So I don't think they're too scared. I think at that point in time, they're just going to want to get back on the ice and they're going to be ready to go. might take a, a period or so to kind of get back into the game flow, but that's going to be true for everybody. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of where it stands right now. Not a lot of division games. Yeah. Um, and you're playing one less home game than road game. And that last batch of games, like I said, those last six games are, are going to be meaningful. This is going to, when you look at this, this is going to go down to the wire as any good hockey season should. So we'll see how it all plays out in the end. But one thing for sure is going to be absolutely entertaining and exciting, just like every hockey season is. Alright, so the All-Star Game is almost upon us, and uh, we'll cover a couple All-Star Game things here and there, um, leading up to it, and then as soon as it's over, not talk about it anymore, (laughs) because it's not all really that important, the game itself. But being nominated is great, but the game itself is whatever. Um, I'm a Jersey guy. I I love... There was a time where I would, I guess, collect them. Um, When you have kids kind of frivolous things like that. You don't really collect anymore. Um, but one of the things that I always loved was all-star jerseys um, for any sport. I, I I hated when, and I don't like in uh, baseball, I think they still do it. They just wear their regular jersey. I, I think for the like home run derby and stuff like that, they have a special jersey for that, and I wish they would wear those in the regular game. But I don't know. I, I can't remember if baseball – goes to a jersey. I don't think they do. I think they wear their normal team uniform, home or away. Basketball did that for a couple years, and that was, I hated that. They wore their regular team uniform, white or colored, depending on home or away. They've gone back to kind of having jerseys, and hockey kind of has embraced the all-star jersey, and some of them are as crazy... As any jerseys ever made. And those are the ones that I like. Uglier the better. When it comes to all star jerseys in my opinion. So. um, Overall. I think they do a pretty good job. I feel like a lot of all star jerseys lately. Are going for uh, like a minimalist look. Um, And they definitely did this year. It's either like a white or a grey a handful of lines going across the chest and the arms with the your team's logo on it. Kind of blah, but not flashy, but not exciting. A little bit on the boring side. I like the three that I like and I'll count them down right now. My third favorite is from the two it went from 2000 to 2001. And the thing that I like, the thing I love about this is it has like a popped collar on it. That's just awesome. That's like from the grease style. Maybe it's not that high, but just the fact that it had a a defined like golf polo collar on it totally set it apart. Now, the other thing that set it apart was uh, you had a bold stripe across the chest, and on the left side, kind of like almost over the heart, was uh, the NHL shield, and below that was your number. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and then flip it around on the back, got your number, and the team's or the player's last name is below the numbers. So I kind of just liked that style. Um, just has a cool, almost like. I want to say like, and I know Adidas makes the um, uniforms now, but it it, has that Adidas feel even though this was back in 2000. So really cool jersey for the 2000-2001. My second favorite was probably the 1992 All-Star game. This was the 75th anniversary of um, the NHL. So they kind of went with like a replica look. And both of them I like. I typically like dark jerseys compared to white jerseys um, but both of them here are really cool for the the white one just solid white and going up the arm like the top of your arm over your shoulders back down the other arm is like this checkered pattern um, on the white jersey it's red and blue and then the, the dark jersey is all red and the checkers going up the arms over the shoulders is white and blue R- kind of like a simple but still real ugly design which is just so cool Um, And I actually own a Joe Sackick jersey that I got as a birthday gift years ago from a good friend of mine um, in the white version with the red and blue checkers, which is one of my favorite jerseys that I own. So uh, that's probably my second favorite and my absolute favorite ugliest things I think I've ever seen in a hockey jersey. Some people might argue that the Stadium Series jersey is uglier, but it's not uglier than the 1982 All-Star game. Uh, This thing is... Like I said, with the Avs jerseys for the outdoor game, they're so bad. They're awesome. Uh, they, they, the main part of your the jersey, so like I said, the for the white and the dark is an orange and black. Um, it kind of like has a, a diamond shape at the lower half that the diamond kind of points to like your midsection going down, if you know what I mean. In the middle is the NHL shield all around it are just stars. Like it just seems like the NHL said uh we have like this warehouse full of stars and we need to throw them on anything that we can that will stick and let's put as many as we can on this jersey. Look it up 1982 All-Star game. I I absolutely love it. I think it is my I wish they would bring something like this back um as just a an homage to the 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 days when we didn't really care what it looked like. <laughs> There's no way. I, I I want I would love to be at that that table when when they say what are the also jersey's gonna look like. Well, here's a simple design and let's just put stars on it. Okay, send it to print. They didn't care back then. At least this tells me that they didn't care. And the white one is just as good. It's it's a it's good. It's a white with the orange On the sleeves and the lower half of the jersey. And black stars all over the place. Absolutely love it. I don't own one of those. But I think I might have to try and go find one. Because I need to own one of the 1982 All-Star Game jerseys. Uh, I don't think we're going to get anything that terribly awesome. um, For a very, very long time. Like I said, we're kind of in the... the Jerseys are cyclical with how crazy we get. If you remember, remember like the Houston rocket jerseys after they got out of the red and they had those like bold pinstripes. I'll never forget the Toronto Raptors. That first jersey when they were um, an expansion team, just just stuff all over the place. It was just a, a bizarre jersey and I loved it. <laughs> um, I don't think we're going to get that anymore. It's We go kind of for the simplistic look. And I think it's going to take some some city to be like we're going to go crazy again. And I think it will catch on. I think people want that that crazy look. And and the ABS kind of did it with their stadium series jersey. People really don't do do things like look look at the Kings. It's a very simple half white half black with LA on the front. They probably took them ten minutes to design that took longer but looks like it didn't really they didn't put much effort into it Uh, but for me uglier the better so uh, that is going to be it for today guys so I hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you tomorrow one more day on the calendar that we can get closer to meaningful hockey and avalanche hockey so that's it for today guys enjoy the day and here's Jovi
2: Go, Abs, go!